It's Rant Delicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Marty Overton. You might know me better as Wix instead of SEO branding. But I'll remind you, this podcast has nothing to do with that. This is pure unofficial Morty magic and Morty mania. Where can you find the SEO Rant? Increasingly salty about this. You're already listening. Just Google podcast or SEO podcast. Don't Google podcast. That wouldn't make any sense. Google SEO podcast. Go on the carousel. Look for SEO Rant. We're over there. It's the SEO Rant.com. SEO Rant on Twitter, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud. Wherever great and mediocre podcasts are found. If you don't know where to find podcasts, Google, where do I find podcasts? SEO Rant comes out typically on Thursday. It's not my full-time job, not my part-time job, not my anytime job. So if I don't have time to do an episode, I don't do one. So it does make sense to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode comes out. That's not spammy or marketing. That's just truth. Okay. For your listening pleasure today, he is one of the good guys in SEO. He's someone who focuses on SEO concepts, crazy heresy concepts and SEO. He's the director of search marketing at SEO plus. What are my all time phase? Michelle Fortin, how are you? Good. How are you, Marty? Thank you for having me on. Thanks for coming. This is a long time coming. I've canceled on you a bunch of times. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> and oh. I was about to I was about to cancel on you on today because we've just been hit by a tornado. So it's uh, kind of crazy. But luckily, I have we have connection here at the office. We have power. So I'm good. Yeah, the irony is that my internet, as we I signed on, was terrible. I'm currently tethering off my phone, and we had no tornado here. Uh, it's like the forces are conspiring. We will beat them. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, there you go. Beat them like a blackhead SEO tries to bring break uh, beat Google's guidelines. Anyway, dumb SEO joke. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm calling this episode. Forget all that stuff you heard about SEO and just focus on this. Episode. Yes, that that is going to be a perfect way to slant this. So, so what's the this? Oh, so uh, so basically, snake oil. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the point is that it's rather than focusing on your standard SEO stuff, and I think the long for the longest time, everybody thinks about SEO as keywords, rankings, traffic, backlinks, algorithms. And I say, stop chasing all those things. Focus on things that are more valuable, like your user, focusing on providing value to your user, focusing on your product, your service, and also focusing on creating more visibility in a marketplace in front of being in front of eyeballs that matter. So to drive not just like traffic, but also qualified traffic that are actually going to convert for you. So that's really what I've, and then you can say, for example, content, you can say about, you know, product and, and all that stuff, but it's really about value driving uh, a, a user first SEO strategy is really what, what I call it. It's a user first SEO. So, you know, and we have a lot, we've had a lot of conversations about this. We've probably recorded a whole podcast episode before we recorded this podcast episode, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is a shame because it was really good. Um, but you, you hear a lot of this battle between SEOs. I think it's increasingly gotten worse. Technical SEO or content SEO, which one reigns supreme? And I, I, I've actually had Stephen Van Vessen from Content King on talking about this. We talked about getting your priorities right because I don't think it's one over the other one. Right. I, I think technical is if you have a no if you have no follow your entire site, no matter what you do to target your audience, you will not get traffic from from Google. So obviously, obviously. yeah, those things are foundational and you should focus on them. But I and I think we might agree on this. I wonder if you disagree, that's also fine. I won't be offended. But I think sometimes the problem with technical SEO is that it ends up becoming an end in and of itself when it's not. It's a mean towards an end. 
Yeah, uh, it, it's funny because whenever we think of SEO, we obviously think about the three the three legged stool, right? The uh, technical SEO, the on page SEO, and the off page SEO. But the vast majority, and this is not something new. In fact, uh, Google John Mueller said this that most technical uh, SEO is pretty much taken care of now with most platforms, with most CMSs. It's it's far more advanced and a far more uh, it's easier now to have a lot of those things already taken care of, of just make sure that your site is findable and credible and usable and that you're, you're good. Right. And uh, it actually I'll, I'll bring back something that I, that I remember from an SMX presentation it was Pedro Diaz. Ooh, he like did a, uh, the honeycomb, the UX honeycomb yeah. from uh, Peter Morville. And it basically has like seven and I'm going by memory here, but I think it's like uh, usable, findable, and crawlable, which is at the bottom, and he's got desirable, useful, and uh, my gosh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. I know it's somewhere. Um, but anyways, the point is, and, and, and a lot of that uh, bottom stuff is the technical stuff. And just make sure that your site is findable. It's easy. You know, pe- people can actually use it. But once that's done, a lot of the things that we do after that are like tweaking uh, more uh, in-depth stuff. That becomes a bit more like, you know, you're kind of doing stuff that that's really not going to drive the needle, right? It's not going to move the needle. It's really about content. It's about things that bring value. It's about EAT. Um, all those things are probably, to me, more important. And it's really what SEO should really focus on. And it's funny that it's so controversial. Like, for example, like uh, you know, site speed or now it's core web vitals. And for the longest time, Google, I mean, there's, there's an article from Barry Schwartz in SEO Roundtable. Google, uh, site speed is a teeny tiny itsy bitsy ranking factor. But for years and still, even yeah. with Core Vitals, it's the end all be all of all things SEO. Even when you have Google coming out and you have studies from, you know, uh, you know, SC, not SC Rand, I would say search metrics and SEMrush showing that there's not really correlation, no correlation, or causation between ranking and Core Web Vitals and Google coming out and saying, yeah, you know, it's, it's a factor, but it's a pretty small factor, which, by the way, is not to say that you shouldn't focus on Core Web Vitals, I think, because really it's about. And I think all these kind of metrics are about this, such as Core Vitals per se, but it's about users and their in, their ability or inability to access the content on your website in an efficient way that leads to conversions as opposed to ranking. But that's a totally different story. But SEO sort of got caught up in these things as opposed to saying, yeah, it's a part of the equation. Or if you're, if you're CNN versus ABC and you pretty much have the same content, literally the same content, if you're pulling it from mm-hmm. Reuters, that you need to have a well-optimized, really fast website because that could be a tiebreaker. Or you have a really complicated website and you make sure you need to have your canonicals all set up and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, those are real instances of real cases. But for the most part, content is the commodity. I think that people tend to forget something that's really key here. When we think about core vitals, is it really about the vitals? Core vitals are just metrics. They're things that that Google put out there, you know, in the public space, so that people understand what really they're looking for in terms of giving people a great experience. But the great experience is the thing. It's Correct. like it's not about having an eight-track tape, a cassette tape, or CD, or an MP3. It's about the music. So, and I'm getting a little bit fired, you know, fired up about this. But <laughs> no, 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 please. It's, That's it's, why it's the rant. It's there. You go. And and so for for me specifically is that all those things are great ways to make sure we we want to use these as metrics to make sure that the bad things are not preventing people from enjoying your content. And this is come. This is the this is the ultimate thing. To me, bottom line, 
SEO is really based on two things, the quality of your content and the quality of your experience. That's it. Yeah. And, and I know a lot of people are going to be freaking out by saying, you know, for me saying that, but it's really true because the quality of your content is giving the user the, the, the things that they want, the value that you, they need, you know, relevance and value, but also the quality of experience, meaning the quality of consuming that content on the platform they choose, whether it's video, whether it's a website, whether it's a podcast. So basically just give people good quality content and a good quality user experience. You've got it made. That's basically SEO wrapped up in a nutshell. Yeah. And what's amazing to me is it's not, and it's not to say that there's not a technical aspect to it. For example, Crystal Carter, who I work with, has a great way of putting this, that the technical health of your site also speaks to your EAT. If you have broken links or if you're, the, the way your site is structured is completely exactly. inefficient, doesn't speak to a quality experience. And then Google's going to look at that and say, hey, you know what? Maybe you're not really focused well as you should be on your site. And we're not going to send users here, obviously simplifying it. So it's not a, it's not a monolithic sort of experience or just, you know, the quality of the content per se, but the site experience overall, how usable the site is, the experience of the site, like obviously the content itself is all really, it's all one thing. It's like a Neil Young song. It all sounds the same because it's all one song. There's a great story like that. Neil Young is being heckled on stage and somebody yells out, hey, all your songs sound the same. And he goes, all one song. It's all one song. <laughs> and I, I agree with you because I think that when you when you talk about user experience and all the things that we do to make a site usable, though those are signals in 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 a sense because um, <clears throat> excuse me because the, the the bottom line is Google doesn't want to send traffic to a site that sucks. Yeah, but but that's also because they don't want the site to impede the process of enjoying the quality content that you're offering. That's really got getting you the traffic Correct. and the. the so for me, it's, 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 these are things that are like metrics. They're, well, they're not just like, they are metrics. They're metrics to help you gauge that user experience to make sure that you're not doing the bad stuff. Like your load speed takes forever. People are not, uh, things shift around, all that. But the bottom line is those are just metrics. Again, it's all about the user experience. And by the way, I, while we were talking, I pulled out that UX honeycomb. So the bottom oh, nice. three are usable, findable, and accessible. But the top three are usable, desirable, and credible. And then right. the middle one is valuable, which is also ultimately the all thing that you really want to give is value, right? It's all of the, yeah, exactly. When, when you meet all that, you provide value. And, th and that's what I, I think is important to understand is that the, there's an overarching goal, which is, and this is where I think the content comes into focus, where the user wants to get something. And that thing we were talking before the podcast, I think it's never, I'm going to get a faster page experience. That's not why they're going to a site. They're going to a site to either make a purchase or to read an article, to find information, to do X. So I'm not thinking too philosophical, but there's, you know, Aristotle has his four causes, the efficient cause, the final cause, the, the material cause, and the formal cause. The, the, the final cause is what he calls the most important cause. If you don't know philosophy, the final cause is the purpose. So for example, right, you... The, the, the can of soda, the can of soda got here because somebody made it. There's the efficient cause. Somebody made the can of soda. The final cause would be the purpose of making the soda, right? And that if someone wants to drink it, if no one wants to drink the soda, I will never make a can of soda. Or if I'm going to the store, the, the purpose is the most important thing of all of that. I need to go get something. Right. No one go. No one's going to the store might be close. The store might be uh, clean. The store might have a, you know, a really brilliant neon sign. Those might be reasons why you go there. But if you don't need to buy something, no matter how clean the store is, no matter how lovely the sign is, no matter how lovely the staff, you're not going because you don't need anything. And that thing that you need on a website is content.
Exactly. Exactly. Bottom line and 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 purpose is kind of like intent, right? Yeah. Which is a funny thing because we talked about before. Also, oh, intent, this novel idea. Is it really? <laughs> oh man. For us, I, I, yeah. I, SEOs, wow. I, I've been in this marketing business for about 30 years. And, and the bottom line is um, something very, very uh, a long time ago that ha- that affected me or actually changed the way I look at marketing. It's find a hungry market and give it to them or you know, find a way to get people who are in the need of a product or service and either create that product or service or be a way that or be the, the, the conduit to bring that to them. The channel that demand is, as, as uh, uh, Eugene Schwartz says in, in uh, Breakthrough Advertising. And it really is about that because SEO is kind of like just a different medium. It's just a different way or just a different channel for people to access the content that you're offering and, and the product and services that you offer. So, and, and that's what's funny about this because you make it sound so easy, but when you get into the nitty gritty of it, it's not because you really you have a, a a niche for yourself to carve out. Let me rephrase that. You have to carve a digital niche out for yourself. There's a space out there in the internet for you for your website. And now you need to carve that out for yourself. And that means targeting the, the right topics, the right level, the right tone, the right amount of content and showing Google, they, Hey, this is who I am. And this is my, this is my space on the internet. And this is where I belong. Put me there. And that's hard. That's not easy. That's work. Yeah, it's a, there's a, there's a difference between simple and easy. It is simple. It really is. Simple, but it's not necessarily easy. Right. It's, that's a it's great there's a lot of work. It. Yeah, it, it's there's a lot of little knobs to you know to to, to push and, and levers to, to pull and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's it's the ultimate thing that you're doing, which is the the service that you're bringing the value to bring to your to your users. So one of the things you mentioned before we were talking, uh, and before we were well before we were talking officially on the podcast, we were still talking. That doesn't make any sense. How would you tell me if we weren't talking? Was <laughs> um, this, this idea that I think is amazingly underappreciated by the SEO industry? I think. I think your core community of SEOs understands this, but I think there's a large amount of SEOs, let's call them maybe beginner SEOs or SEOs from another ilk. I don't know how to categorize this, who still overly focus on keywords. For example, there, there was a fellow, who I won't mention his name, who we were talking about before the, the podcast, who put out a tweet talking about making sure that you have your keyword in your H1, in your H2, in the first line or first paragraph of your content, of your page, on the last pa- in the last paragraph of your page, make sure your keywords are there. Otherwise, Google will have no way of ranking you, which is insane. I, you, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, while you were saying that, I remember a, uh, I can't remember if it was a YouTube video or if it was an article, and it, the title and the topic was something that was really interesting to me. How to how to drive demand that will that will move the needle for your website, for your cut, for your customer, for your business. And it was, and I think it was the synopsis of of the content that was that drove me. Like I wanted to click on it, and then when I got there, okay, step number one: make sure the keyword is in the headline. And it's, <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> but it, 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 I don't. I don't understand why it's still that way, but let's maybe do some education and explain why it shouldn't be that way. Well, it's kind of like saying, you know, why, why is the, are there still snake oil in, in the medical and health business? Because it, people can, right? It's, 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 unfortunately, I don't want to say it that way, but people will offer things that, that are easy because the thing is, yeah, it's, when, it's when, when we look at off, 
right? When we look at offering SEO services, we tend to look at selling the service. And it's, it's, there's a very great distinction uh, I've learned way, way back uh, from Nick Eubanks, who they, uh, he's uh, one of the founders of Traffic Think Tank. Yeah. And he says, you can be a gardener or a landscaper. You know, you can be a person who's taking orders and, oh, you want, uh, you want X keywords, you want X links, or you want uh, X pages added to your site. No problem. You're just you know, fulfilling orders. Or you can have the person who's designing the strategies, creating a, a process that get, creates value, that creates traffic, that moves needles. You become an expert that advises as opposed to an order taker that just does, does SEO tactics. And the problem is the, the tactics is easy to sell. It's easy to talk about. And it's going to be more appealing to people who already know about that to have this thing in their head. Like, for example, we get a lot of clients at our agency who are looking for vanity metrics. They're like, hey, I want to be right number one for this keyword in my, in my space. And then we say, hang on a second. Well, <laughs> you know, let's do a bit of an audit. And we can realize that it's mostly about the pain points that he serves and the topics that people are looking for that have nothing to do with that keyword. I say, look, you're looking at one, one is to rank for a keyword that's, that's high search volume but it creates a search intent that doesn't match what you're offering. And then you're, if you don't drive traffic, you're going to drive tons of traffic. That's, that's going to be a waste of money. Or I can make you a good piece of content that will rank maybe not as high for that keyword, but for many other keywords that'll drive the, that'll move the needle for you. Which one do you want? I would rather, you know, I, you're spending your money on me. I'd rather make you sure your money is spent well. So. And, and, and I think that comes from this idea that, okay, look, SEO should be practical. When you do it, I've had a, uh, a conference say to me recently, your talk should be 100% practical. And I said, okay, my talk will not be 100% practical. <laughs> <laughs> because when you break it down to just pure pragmatics, you lose the overarching picture and you end up with things like put your keyword in the title, put your keyword, because you need to have actionable things that you need to do. But what in life when you fundamentally get to is purely actionable? Even if you're a car mechanic, there's a whole, you have to have, I remember my, my stepfather was an electrician. You would just think, okay, I need to know, put X wire here, Y wire there. There's a whole theory of, electri of electricity that you have to understand because you need to understand in this particular case, how do I apply the concept so that I end up doing the practice right? And what happens is when you just focus on pragmatics, you end up losing the larger picture of SEO. And that's why I appreciate you because there's a much larger conceptual picture that you need to understand that enables you to say, here, I'll apply X and here, I'll apply Y. Because it's not, it's like, it's the difference between teaching somebody how to fish versus giving them the fish. And when you give them the fish, you lose the entire picture and it, it pisses me off. Because what we do in the SEO world does filter down to your average site owner. Because I see it all the time with Wix users, where they'll get focused, overly focused on keywords and overly focused on the keyword over here and the keyword over there, when there should be more focused on creating that really good quality content. I blame us. I blame the SEO community. I blame SEOs who are doing this to, to write things so that they get more clicks. They know that's what people want and it's easier and it's tangible, blah, 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 blah. And if you're an SEO who's doing it because legitimately you think this is a good idea and whatever it is, I don't blame you, but just know it does trickle down to real people making real business decisions about what to put on their website. And they end up having the wrong perspective. They end up having an overly practical perspective thinking it's about step one, step two, step three, step three, and not being able to think, what does Google want? What do my users want directionally? What should I be doing? 
and it so sucks. Him- Hey Marty, I need I need brain surgery. Did you follow the steps on YouTube on how to do brain surgery? Yeah. Like step one, step two, step three, step four. No, I'd rather have a doctor who has the experience, the the, the understanding of, of human anatomy, of biology. They are set, you know, they're certified experts, obviously, in in their field. So it's such a different way to look at things, right? And it's funny that just everything is conceptual out there in the world, except SEO. That's purely five ways, five ways to grow more traffic. Step one. Uh, we're not going to talk about some of the SEO people who actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand. I know because sometimes it kind of makes sense. Okay, you know, five ways to whatever. I, not There is a place on the web for the listicle. But does every piece of content need to be a listicle? Exactly. Yeah. If you actually have um, uh, a client where you, you're creating a strategy, you do everything that is the right things to do, and then once you get that, they know exactly now what to do, where to go, how, you know, what type of product to deliver, what type of content to write, then after that, you can, you know, whatever, that, you know, the, 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 the smaller stuff, the, the tactical stuff can be done. But the, uh, the, the thing that drove that first is more important than the, the end result, because then you can do all these little things that then, you, then here's the thing too. There's a lot of people who actually have maybe the right, uh, 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 right intent or the right way to you know, do things that are SEO wise, but they're not bringing any traffic or at least they're not bringing any sales. A lot of clients will say that's you're bad. SEO is bad. SEO is bad. No, it's not. It's not about SEO. It's about the person. It's about, you know, the tactic versus the strategy. Yeah. And that's another thing you want to consider is, look, you can tell your client do X, do Y, and do Z, but wouldn't it be more effective if you taught your client how to think about the, the whole the whole contract overall so that when they took this thing, because most of the time they are not spending it with you. Most of the time is on their own. They're doing X or doing Y or doing Z, but you don't you want them to have the right mindset? It's all in general. Life is about mindset. Don't you want them to have the right mindset? Then when you're not overseeing X, that they do X kind of the right way? A lot of those clients or people in general who apply a tactic and they get really good results, they think that if they do it again or if they do apply it, uh, they, they increase it, they scale it, it's going to increase the results. But if they don't understand what made that thing happen, it's, it's, they'll do it again maybe another time with another keyword or whatever and it doesn't work. Then they'll say, well, it must be me or it must be the, you know, whatever. No, it's not. It's just that it's, you're not focusing on the reason why the, the first thing happened and it was probably just mostly luck. So yeah. And that's the one thing I say we never want. Why? How did how did you get these results? Oh, I did X, I did Y, I did Z. Yeah, I don't really know. I just I did a whole bunch of things. Like Glenn Gabe calls it throwing the kitchen sink at it. You did all these things because you're not sure which of them is going to stick. And if you say to the person like uh, 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 some conceptual thing or strategic thing or something that's like more high level, and then they say, Marty, like really, how did you get that traffic? <laughs> It's like, well, you know, it's like, it's, it's really about thinking about, you know, the, you know, content and users and all that, but don't say like, really exactly. What are the steps you took? <laughs> you know, it's, I, I'll put it to sort of maybe sum this up. You ever go into you, you, it's a new site or a site you're first working on and you go into search console and you're expecting them to have ranked or maybe ranking for X, Y, and Z keywords. And you go in there and you're looking like, wow, Google completely understands this in a very, very different way. It's very similar to that, right? You you think that, yeah, I've got it all understood. I, I get I have it all mapped out, but the way Google ends up understanding your site could be completely different. I, I think that um, the, the really cool thing to think about SEO is 
Google is trying to, and I, I know it's, it's, it's kind of an easy way to say, look at things and it's not necessarily that easy, but Google is trying to get themselves out of the picture. And what I mean by that is they're trying to think like the user. They're trying to think like human beings, you know, natural language processing, semantic mm-hmm. search, knowledge graphs. And so that when we do create the things that will create that traffic and all that, we're not doing it for SEO's sake. We're doing right. it for the users because get SEO, uh, sorry, Google is trying to write itself out. It's, it's trying to disintermediate themselves. It, that was a really long word for a French Canadian like myself. <laughs> but, but it's really about trying to remove themselves from the equation so that people can literally look when they use Google. It's really just a channel. It's a medium. It's a tool to help them get ultimate what they really want, which is the end result, which is the content and all that good stuff. Which is why it's behooved on SEOs to think more like marketers. Yeah, exactly. Ah, I, I want to say something, and I've mentioned to you before the podcast, and it's something I'm probably worthwhile mentioning here. So the vast majority of my career has been in, in direct marketing or in internet marketing, and I was a copywriter for a large part of my life. And in that space, a copywriting coach, his name is David Garfinkel, uh, taught me uh, something that's really important. There's three questions to ask in, in copywriting. Who's your market? What is their problem? And how do they talk about it? It's applicable to SEO just as much. And it's actually more so because you want to know who's your market. You want to know who you're targeting, right? What is their problem? And meaning like the topics, not the keywords, but the topics, the things that they're talking about. And then how they're talking about it, meaning intent. And yeah. really, it's, that's kind of like what SEO is all about. And if you do those three things without having to focus on the tiny little things, it'll actually work itself almost naturally. And it's, then you can then, you know, tweak and improve if you want to improve, improve like core web vitals and all that. And, and I say that not to, to despair. It's really important. I'm not saying that it's not important, but it's really not about that. That's going to drive you the traffic. It's really about the content and value. Yeah, absolutely. And then look, just to, to end off, that process is, is complicated, right? You could go to an SEO tool and you can type in, you do your keyword research, but are, are those keywords and questions that are coming back the very same ones that are really the pain points for your users? Because I guarantee you, if you were to ask your survey, your users, what are the most important questions to them? It will look very different than the questions you get back from a keyword research tool. Some being better than other ones. Also ask is actually pretty good because pulling the people also ask, which is kind of seeing what people actually exactly. are asking. Yeah. But so I'm not disparaging tools. Some of them doing some really interesting things and really good things, but it's really about understanding users and then using those tools to plug in the gaps that you might have kind of thing. Uh, I, yeah, I love that because when I use an SEO uh, keyword research tool, I almost never look at the keywords. I always look at related questions or related keywords or f- relate or phrases or things that are part of a larger picture around mm-hmm. the keyword because it gives me an idea of the topic Same. and the intent. Yeah. Um, and and uh, um, it's it's uh, it's kind of funny whenever we look at like search volume. And I, I do know that search volumes are important, um, but there's a lot of keywords and there's something that in, in Google search console that actually people miss. If you look at the instructions, it explains that impressions are for those searches that are trackable, but a lot of people have their tracking turned off, their cookies turned mm-hmm. off, and a lot of searches are not done that are tracked. So if you get a keyword that has almost barely any search volume, it probably has a lot, especially if your market is specifically in somebody that's predominantly in a cookie-less world on iPhones, whatever the case is. So you're relying on really bad numbers or metrics. If you're just focusing on that, you're, you're doing SEO wrong. In fact, John Mueller himself said it. If you're always chasing the algorithm, you'll always be a step behind. Focus on your users instead. Because you're French Canadian, I'm going to end with this to quote Wayne Gretzky. I think it's Wayne Gretzky. It's got to be him. If he didn't say it, he should have said it. Skate towards the puck. 
Yes, that's exactly him. That's exactly it. Yes. The great one who, by the way, ended his career as a ranger. So ha ha to all you Canadians. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I I come from I I live in a small uh, eastern part of town of uh, Ottawa, our capital, just maybe uh, 50 minutes away from Mary Haynes. Um, but we're actually across the, the Ottawa River on the other side of the uh, on the Quebec side is Thurso, where, where Guy Lafleur, who recently passed away, he was uh, from. And uh, interestingly nice. enough, uh, we have we have uh, I he was one of my very well, not he was one of my very, very first clients. I created a website for um, a, a hair company. <laughs> I don't want to mention their names, but it was in 1992. Uh, it, literally 30 years ago. Um, and he was actually one of the spokespersons for that company. No way. Check that yeah. out. That yeah. Full circle. Okay. Uh, yeah. So where can people find you? Well, I am at seoplus.com, obviously. And uh, I would highly recommend if you ever wanted to, uh, to go to the blog section. Um, there's a lot of great content, not just by myself, but there's a few things that I've posted recently on user first SEO. Some of them are pretty, uh, detailed. So I highly recommend that you can go there, but if you'd like to get in touch with me, I'm obviously I'm away. I'm available on all the, the socials on Twitter, as you know, Morty, um, and, uh, on SEO plus.com. And, on, and on TikTok, where can people find you? <laughs> on on snake with- oil or, or on, on technical SEO or us or, or I know. <laughs> I, I was going to mention a name, but I don't want to do that. I, I've literally asked that now with everybody. Yeah, we're, everyone, everyone is like, no one says, oh, yeah, on TikTok here. So if you're an SEO and SEOs are your audience, we're not on TikTok. <laughs> and, and, and that's kind of funny because we have, um, not, you know, we talked a little bit about this before the podcast. Uh, Eli Schwartz, who wrote the product SEO, he talks about uh, SEO being a, a medium. Well, that medium, if that's if you're looking at getting brand awareness, if you're looking at getting your name out there, getting visibility, that TikTok may very, very well be a great way to do that. And then when they search for you because they saw you on TikTok, then they'll, your name comes up, they'll remember you, and they'll click on you. But it's not really for SEO, though. No. Not really for <laughs> SEOs, though. <laughs> okay, so where can you find the SEO Ranch? You already found it. You listened to an entire episode. What kind of crazy question is that? But at the SEORant.com, at SEORant on Twitter, on Stitcher, Spotify, wherever great podcasts are found. Michelle, thank you so much for coming on. This has been phenomenal. I feel we did two podcasts. The first one wasn't <laughs> well, recorded. The second one you just listened to. It's my pleasure, Morty. It was actually really, really awesome. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And to the audience... Toodles.